This is my yard now. Who wants to walk with Elias? The new Daniel Bryan. The WWE Champion. Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host Daniel. This weekend I attended NXT UK Blackpool Takeover. So in this edition of the Wrestling Newspaper, I will be talking all about my experience at NXT Takeover Blackpool. Anyway, before I get into the NXT Blackpool Takeover show, which I'm sure you all watched, I'm going to start with a negative. I want to get this out of the way out of my mind so I can review the show. Right, Sunday was NXT UK Aftermath. That was what the tickets were billed as. It was the aftermath of the TakeOver show. Night two, if you will. This was basically them filming three sets of TV tapings for the network for NXT UK. Now, this show... I have posted it on Twitter. This is the worst wrestling show I have ever attended. Yeah, and I've attended some pretty bad shows over the years. I've been to PCW shows. I've been to independent shows. I've been to progress shows, some bad progress shows. I've been to independent shows in New York, York, New York, New Orleans, Orlando, San Jose, everywhere. But night two of this NXT UK Aftermath TV tapings are the worst. Right, I'm going to read you out some of the matches I had the privilege of seeing. Flash Morgan Webster, who's good, versus Luke Menzies. Nina Samuels versus Lana Austin. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan versus Tyson T-Bone and Saxon Hurley. Huxley, sorry. Who? Tyson T-Bone, no offence to him yet, he's not a great worker, he worked across the road about four months ago from where the takeover was, and I watched him for free in basically a circus four months ago. So yeah, so Kenny Williams, Amir Jordan versus Tyson T-Bone, Saxon Huxley, Huxley ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Dennis versus Jamie Ahmed, Dave Mastiff versus Primate Jay Melrose, Ginny versus Casey Owens, Joseph Connors, yes, Joseph Connors versus 
Wild Boar, Mike Hitchman. Wild Boar, wow. Joe Coffey versus Ashton Smith. Ashton Smith was also at that Blackpool Circus show I was at a few months ago. We had a Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin match. The light at the end of the tunnel. This match ends in a double countout. So I've read you out nine matches there. Sure, we had a decent mustache mountain match sandwiched in between. However, when you've sat through those eight matches, nothing. The Rock could have come out and I would have been in a bad mood. These ma- They had the chance. They had a great takeover show. They had the chance to capitalise on this momentum and deliver a killer show. There will be a lot of eyes, maybe not after these spoilers, but there will be a lot of eyes on the network on Wednesday night for NXT UK for the aftermath of the takeover show that everyone loved. And what are they going to see on that show? I think on that on the that show they'll probably see Nina Samuels versus Lana Austin. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan teaming up against the mighty team of T-Bone and Saxon Huxley. Eddie Dennis in a squash match. A double count-out finish in the Travis Banks-Jordan Devlin match. That's what they're going to see on this taping. There was also an awkward, if I'm honest, Walter Pete Dunn segment with the Coffee Brothers. People are going to watch that show and think, well, I don't need to watch the TV. They had the chance to go out there, put on a great show, and they didn't. It bombed. It was awful. I know people, I tweeted this out when I left. Let me put this. I left the show early last night. On a Sunday night, I had nothing to do on a Sunday night. I left the show early because I was bored. For about an hour, I sat there thinking, I need to leave. I need to leave. But I thought, no, disrespectful. I'll stay here, see if it's a good show. They announced that Mark Coffey, yes, Mark Coffey was in the main event. So I thought, right, that's it. I'm off. I stayed for as long as I could. The crowd couldn't have been more different to the night before. They was bored as I was, there was no noise for the show, I've read I've read the report on the Wrestling Observer that someone posted, they sent into the Wrestling Observer, well bullshit, do you know what I mean, it was not, there was not a great reaction for anyone, people, did, there wasn't good matches, this was a terrible show, I tweeted this out last night, and I get little indie marks, no offence to indie marks, I'm a bit of an indie mark, but little idiots, just tweeting and saying, oh you can't be right, oh you can't, be. while they sat at home, I don't know, washing the mum's knickers, sat at home, nothing to do, tweeting me, they wasn't at the show, I was at the show, I paid to go and watch the show, as a paying, if I paid, if my local football team, if I paid £20 to go and watch them, and they put on a show like this, I'd be off, I'd be booing, I'd be booing them, I wouldn't be going back, and i tell you what, another thing here, People will have gone to this show because they couldn't get tickets to the takeover the night before. So, you have a chance to win over new people. If I had took one of my mates with me, who maybe isn't the biggest wrestling fan to this show, I'd have been embarrassed. Because this was just boring. It, the thing is, it wasn't even bad. It was just match after match after match in WWE formula style. Nothing happening. It was boring. You'd sooner see, picture a TNA pay-per-view from back in the day. A WCW pay-per-view, yeah? They'd be, like, terrible. Actually, awful. So it would be entertaining, at least, because it was that terrible. This was just nothing. There was no character. There was no personality. It was just match after match after match after match after match featuring people I don't care about. 
there was no build-up to anything, so why would we care about these matches? Honestly, I cannot explain. But this way, I left that NXT UK show on the Saturday thinking, let's get behind this brand. I wasn't so sure about what they was doing to the independent scene in the UK, but I'm going to get behind this after a great show with Liv. And I went to this and I thought, this is not what I am used to. I'm used to seeing some of these guys just going all out. This was an awful show. And I tell you what, the only shining light is I'm not going to have to watch any of these shows for the next three or four weeks on the network because I've already seen them. I strongly advise, if anyone listens to this is thinking, I'll, I'll devote an hour of my week to watch this show. Don't bother. You might get to see a nice video package, a nice backstage segment that I didn't see. But everything that I did see was nothing. And I don't mean to shit on some of these wrestlers yet, but... The card that I just read to you, sure there was a few other matches on it, as someone pointed out, you're lying, you're lying, you're not telling us the other matches that took place. Couldn't give a shit about the other matches that took place, mate. When you've watched eight of the matches that I've had to sit through, nothing else matters. Do you know what I mean? Nothing else matters. The Rock could have come out and wrestled Stone Cold, and I would have been that down about what I'd just watched. I wouldn't be interested. Well, I probably would, but... You know what I'm trying to say. All these matches, they're pretty much the same. There's no build-up to the matches. Do you know what I mean? It's just... I could see most of these wrestlers free of charge in the building across the road 12 months ago with a non-WWE formula-type show. Literally, in case you didn't notice, I hated this show. It is one of the worst wrestling shows I've been to, and I will not be attending another NXT UK tapings. Honestly, did, I'm, I'm hoping that it was Jim Small than them, but this show and not Triple H, as I have a lot of faith in Triple H. But this, I, I don't even know. It was like it was like Saturday was the big night out, everyone was buzzing, and then Sunday was the beginning of the three day hangover or something. It was terrible, and to be honest with you, I'm trying not to let it, but it did sort of ruin my memory. Of the, my feelings towards the TakeOver Blackpool show. Which I shouldn't really let it. But you usually remember the end of something. Not the start. But I'm going to try and forget about these horrible tapings. I've woke up this morning. As you can tell I'm in a bad mood. I've got work soon. But I'm not bothered about that. I've got work. I like I like my job kind of. So whatever. But I woke up in a bad mood. And to be honest with you. The last thing I wanted to do was this podcast. I don't want to talk about wrestling. After what I saw last night. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to go on Twitter and read about it. I just didn't enjoy that show. That show was that... It wasn't a bad show. It was just a nothing show. No character. No nothing. (sighs) Not for me. Not for me at all. Anyway, I'm going to have a coffee. Maybe a Red Bull. Try and cheer myself up. There's another thing. I had two Red Bulls while watching this show last night. Normally, if I've had two Red Bulls, I could stare at a blank wall and have a good time. Another thing is, well, I'm stood at the bar, yeah, and this idiot, stupid steward comes up to me. Couldn't you find your seat, please? And I'm thinking, there's about another 50 people stood next to me at this bar, and you're not telling them to find the seat. It was just a bad, bad night. Terrible show. Anyway, I'll be back in a minute. I'll be cheered up, and let's talk about the great show that was the night before NXT TakeOver Blackpool. Hello, back on the show. Yeah, well, I'm glad I've got that out of the way with. 
do you know what I mean? I've, I'm going to try and forget about it as I talk about my experience at NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool. So, the, the show itself, the drive for me wasn't actually that far away. I only live, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes from where it is. So, it was a short drive. It was great. I went to go and watch my local football team before. They didn't get beat, so I wasn't in a bad mood for this show. I was quite late for the show. I think the dark match was already underway. As I got there, I think it was uh, Flash Morgan, Webster and Mark Andrews teaming up. I don't know. So I got myself a drink. The, this building, the, the floor was alright, but my seats were in the second tier. So I went up and the seats were tight. I was very squashed in these seats. They were a temporary seat. You know what I mean? They weren't like fixed seats. They'd just been brought in, but it was very squashed. And you was on, you picture in the second tier of the building, and it wasn't like the seats were risen. You was just literally sat flat behind someone. So I was on the third row, so all I could see in front of me was the back of someone's head. And I thought, I'm not standing here for this, so I stood up for this. The guy next to me, no offence to him, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not, he was probably a nice guy, but sometimes when I go to a wrestling show and I don't know someone, I don't really want you, like, marking out the entire match right to me, talking to me, like, I don't know, tell me, oh, that's a great move while you're breathing on me with you. No offence with you, pretty bad breath if I'm honest, mate. So yeah, I, if he's listening to this, I feel sorry for you. But to be fair, you had been, you was telling me you'd been drinking all day, so your breath stunk. You had a bit of a bo issue. So yeah, I thought right, I watched this Mustache Mountain Grizzly Young Veterans match, and I'll move on and find myself somewhere else to sit. So yeah, so Mustache Mountain versus Grizzled Young Veterans. We had a great video package before the show, showing us how we got here to the show. It was pretty well done, as you'd expect from WWE. Um, so yeah, as I said, for the Mustache Mountain Grizzled Young Veterans match, I was sat in my seat. The view was alright, but the seats didn't give much room. Guy next to me was... Anyway, so yeah, so this was f- for the... To crown the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions, Mustache Mountain versus James Drake, Zach Gibson, Grizzled Young Veterans. Tyler Bate was fantastic in this match. For me, he showed why he should be a single star. Obviously, two years ago now, nearly, he was having his matches with Pete Dunne. Great matches. But after that, he sort of took a step back to Pete Dunne and has been wrestling in this Mustache Mountain team. Now, I've seen a lot of them. They have good matches. Sometimes a bit too comedic for me, but this one was a serious match. But for me, Tyler Bate, I love Trent Trent Seven, but I think it's time now for Tyler Bate to move on as a singles competitor. He's had a great match with Walter for Progress um, at Wembley in September. Not many people have great matches for Progress. So yeah, Tyler Bate versus Walter, that was a great match. Um, Bates had a great match with Will Ospreay at Fight Club Pro. He's had some really good matches, so yeah. He's ready. I think he's ready. He's ready to separate from Trent Seven, have his singles run for me. He was great in this match. So I don't know. Um, some of you American listeners, Zach Gibson is probably one of the top heels in the UK wrestling scene, along with Eddie Dennis. He's basically a scouser. Not many people like scouters in England. Although they are actually nice people, to be fair. I do like scouters. But do you know what I mean? They have a bit of a... Hmm, it's like its own country. <laughs> Sorry, Danny, if you're listening, but yeah. So yeah, they are nice people, Scousers. But anyway, so there's a, there's a few Scouse bastard chants. Um, shoes off if you hate Gibson. I'm not sure if this is a chant you might have seen in America very often. Um, yeah, so the match, it's very slow to get going, but it was still good. 
getting going. The crowd are ridiculously hot. Um, you've got Bate doing some great spots. He's doing an exploding suplex. He does a standing shooting star press. I say he was great in match, but for me, the breakout star in this match was probably James Drake. Now, a lot of people you might in the US or in the UK, if you don't watch a lot of the independent wrestling, you might not know who he is. He usually takes a back seat to Zach Gibson, but not in this match. He was brilliant. It was like his coming out party. He was great. Um, yeah, really impressive. Actually, he was um, he was in my local gym. I think he's, he's from the same sort of area as I am. And yeah, I seen him in the gym um, a few months ago, I think, actually. But yeah, so he always seems to be in there working hard. Um, not that that matters or is any relevance to this match, so I don't know why I'm bringing it up. Um, but yeah, his facials, I noticed, when he was pinning... Um, Bay or seven this match were great as well. I could notice that even from my vantage point, which was as I say was quite far away for this match. Um, we had Drake. He kicked, got. We was able to kick out of Trent Seven's finisher, made him look strong. There was some great high spots with Drake and Bay. I think Drake hits a four thirty. Um, whatever you call, it, I think four thirty, six forty, four twenty. I couldn't really carry. It was a great move. Um, the crowd are going crazy. Just a great tag team match with a really, really hot crowd. As I say, I've seen these teams face off against each other for progress and probably another promotion, but it's never been quite as good as this. Usually probably because they concentrate on having comedy matches for these promotions. But yeah, the match ends when Drake and Gibson hit their double team finisher. Drake is able to get the pin. One, two, three. And James Drake and Zach Gibson are your first ever UK tag team champions. I thought they'd do this. If you notice with the um, Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, their first match to crown the first ever women's champion, Tony Storm's well known, Rhea Ripley not as well known maybe. So they used the match to give Rhea Ripley the rub and try and create a new star. So I thought they'd do the same here with the Grizzled Young Veterans and they did. Right choice for me. Sort of maybe killed the crowd you could have said. Well, it didn't kill the crowd because what was next was next. But yeah, so... I thought it was a really great opener. I've seen a lot of praise for this match online. Obviously, I was live for this. I've watched a little bit back on video, but on the network, sorry. But yeah, live, it was a really great match. I've gone for four and a quarter stars for that match. Next, I'm now, at this point, I thought I'm going to go down and see if I can get a different seat. As I've already discussed why. So I went down to the bottom tier, got myself a drink. And so I thought I'll just stand at the back. Basically, the next match is Jordan Devlin versus Travis Banks. Travis Banks is he's a decent wrestler. He's a good little wrestler. Maybe not much personality, but that's fine. And um, he's against Jordan Devlin, who for me, probably the most talented UK wrestler at the moment, along with Pete Dunne. I think Devlin will go far. Um, so this match is basically Devlin takes out Travis Banks before the match. He smashes his knee in. Johnny Saint comes out and said they had an idea this may happen and they had a backup plan. And the backup plan is the lights go out, Finn Balor's music hits. And now this pop was amazing. A great shock reaction pop. The crowd are going absolutely crazy. Glad I moved seats because the guy next to me probably would have smashed me in the face. He'd have been that excited. So yeah, so the crowd are going crazy. Um, I say the interesting facts behind this match you might not know Devlin was trained by Finn Balor Devlin up and down the country gets chance of you're just a shit Finn Balor so Triple H obviously got his eyes to the ball 
gets this Finn Balor Jordan Devlin match. Now for me, the match wasn't amazing, but it didn't need to be. It was more about the Finn Balor appearing, the moment about it. Balor's over as hell, but I say the match it was good. But these two could probably go out there and have a match of the year contender. I have no doubt about that. But for whatever reason, there was only given maybe I don't know twelve minutes, something like that. So it was a good match. At this point in the match, I'd moved, took up a great view. I was about four rows away from the front row, stood up at the bar. Great atmosphere, great view. So yeah, I had a great view of this match. It was it was a it was a good match. Do you know I mean? It was probably your probably class is like a really good television match for Raw or something like that. It was a good match. I would have hoped for better had they have advertised this match. I would have expected a lot more from it. But because it was a surprise, you was happy. I say the match itself, the crowd, for me, the crowd were as into the match as you might have expected. But that, maybe that was just me. I don't know. But yeah, Balor gets the win with the coup de grace on Devlin. So yeah, as I said, this match was good. Nothing great, but that pop, that pop was amazing. So, yeah, it was obviously a match just done to get a bit of star quality that guys may know. It will have been all over Twitter. Finn Balor shows up at NXT UK TakeOver, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I'm sure that drew more eyes to this show. Next, we had Dave Mastiff versus Eddie Dennis. Now, just let me have a drink of this, actually. I'm So, I'm doing a bit of a Martin off Elite Talk here. A bit of H2O, as he likes to put it. Shout out to Martin, by the way, doing a great job with the Elite Talk podcast. He's done two episodes now, I believe, so make sure you check his show out at AEW Podcast One. He is basically the wrestling newspaper's correspondent for all things All Elite Wrestling. So make sure you check out his episodes. He's done two shows, both great shows. He talks about everything, so go and check those shows out. Search Wrestling Newspaper on Podbean, Spotify, one of the episodes on YouTube and iTunes as well. Subscribe to the channel. Quick, cheap plug there. Dave Mastiff, Eddie Dennis. Now, I'm, I'm not sure if a lot of people basically know who Dave Mastiff is unless you've been watching the UK TV. Mastiff has been working in the UK scene for years now. He's maybe not one of the seen as the top guys. doesn't really wrestle much anymore. If you say your Progress or your Rev Pros, which probably the two biggest promotions... They say ICW is a big promotion, but not for me. I don't really watch it, so I don't know. So that's in a different... So it's in Scotland, but I don't watch it. I've never watched that show, so he might be on that show. He might not be. I don't really know. But yeah, I met Dave Mastiff, actually, years ago. He was wrestling um, for a free show in the middle of the street, believe it or not, in my town centre. So I'm sat there watching this show. The crowd are going crazy. Big show, broadcasted around the world. Three years ago, I'm watching Dave Mastiff wrestle outdoors in the ring on a free show in the middle of the shopping shopping area of my city slash town. And three years later, he's here on the network. Dave Mastiff was happy for him for this. Um, Eddie Dennis, if you don't know him, he's probably one of the... He's the hottest heel in the UK scene for the last 12 months. He's not the greatest worker, but he's a great promo. Got himself over... I like Eddie Dennis. I say he's not the greatest worker, but he makes up for that with his personality. So, yeah. So, this match, I think the no disqualification stick was definitely needed in this match. I'm not sure what the match would have been like without it. But, I don't really have many things to say. I don't have any notes for this show, obviously, because I was there live. Not really, anyway. 
So, yeah, the no-DQ step definitely was needed. It was a really good no-DQ match. The crowd was sort of into it. It was, it was a nice match. I enjoyed it. There was the crowd are going crazy. I don't know if this picked up on the network. They're going mental for the tables because everyone apparently loves a good table spot. But, yeah, this the match is built around who's going through this table eventually. Mastiff puts Dennis through the table. It was a good match. Um, maybe they're giving a push to Mastiff, as I thought. It was a surprise win. I thought Dennis would have won this. I thought maybe they try and give Dennis a push as top heel in NXT UK, but maybe they don't see that much in him. I don't know. I was surprised by this result. Dave Mastiff gets the win, and I went three and a half stars on this match. I say live, it was probably a lot more entertaining than maybe it was on the network, but a really good match. Now, next match was for the NXT UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. This was a rematch from the match months ago on NXT UK, which wasn't a great match because they did the whole, I don't know if, I think it was an angle, but Tony Storm was legit injured before the show, but they injured it in that match. Match was built around Tony Storm's injury. Um, so yeah, this was a rematch. The crowd were into this match, as you may think. Obviously, Tony Storm has a lot of personal stuff going on at the moment, which we won't get into as people start crying and get upset when something as serious as that is discussed. So, yep, so the match was... It was a good match. I enjoyed the match. It was it was really good. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't your... I'm glad they wasn't spamming loads of finisher kickouts and stuff. They might have had one, I'm not sure, but... It was a well-wrestled match. Storm, obviously, is great. Tony Storm, for me, should be on the main roster. She should be on Raw, on SmackDown, at least on NXT. But, hey, she's basically the main woman, woman on the NXT UK brand, so they're hoping probably she brings some eyes to the product. I must say, the match, it was a really good match. Um, I said, don't, I can't really go into the match in great details. I'm going off the top of my head. Tony Storm gets the win with a finish. Um, I say it was a good match. Really enjoyed the match. Live, great moment when she wins. It was a good pop. I don't know how it came across on the network. Match maybe goes 15 minutes. So yeah, Tony Storm is your new NXT Women's Champion as expected. And I went three and a half stars on this match. So with four matches deep, we had a great tag team match to open the show. We had a great surprise in Finn Balor, which was a great moment. They followed it up with a decent match. We had a nice little brawl to change things up between Mastiff and Dennis. Really good women's match between Storm and Ripley. So I really liked the pacing of this show. I thought it was very well booked. The match order was great. Now next was your main event. Now there is a lot of debate about this match. Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey for the WWE United Kingdom Championship. They did a great video package before the match about how Dunn's been the champion for 600 days. I enjoyed Joe. I'm not seeing much of Joe Coffey. As I said, don't watch ICW, but Dunn is a, is a star coffee. I like his mic work, I must say, but I loved this match. I'm going to start with I loved this match. Maybe because I was there live, but I did actually watch this match back on the network. And I thought it was great on the network, but a lot of people I've seen on Twitter didn't enjoy it that much, they didn't think it was smooth, they thought it went too long, which maybe I thought they did live, I was thinking, maybe they should have finished it then, but they kept it going, but it was still, I thought that was fine, this is basically your Marmite match effect, some people love it, some people hate it, for me, I loved it, live it was amazing, I was sat at the bar, and believe it or not, would you imagine this, at the bar, 
it was full of Scottish people. What a shock. I could not believe at a bar it was full of Scottish people. <laughs> These Scottish people, they was they was really nice to be honest. Well, they was funny. There was Big Joe Coffee fans. I don't know if you could make it out on the network. Maybe they're singing the Scottish National Anthem. They're singing about loving Joe Coffee. Some guy was shouting, Do it for the Republic, Joe! Do it for the Republic! So yeah, that was my Scottish accent. But, yeah, they were all absolutely smashed. They had Scottish flags. There was about 30 of them. The rest of the crowd was looking over in my direction thinking, What is going on over there? So yeah, this match just started off really slow. But I thought it was good work. I enjoyed it. That Dunn's targeting Coffee's fingers right from the start, which would later play into the finish, which I always love stuff like that. The crowd are quite quiet for the first 15 minutes, bar these 20 smashed Scottish folk. Um, but yeah, so the match picks up after that. They both kick out of each other's finisher. And the match at this point, the crowd are so loud. They're going crazy at one point. The entire building rises, giving a stand innovation. Now, now, I'm going to take credit for this. You'll have heard this chant played at the start of the show. Drunk Scottish guy next to me is trying miserably to get an Are You Watching Vince McMahon chant going. As I say, this match was great at the time, right? He's trying miserably to get his chant going. Everyone's looking at him thinking, what is he doing? So he starts it, probably for the fourth time. He tries to start it. Ah, ye watching Vince McMahon. Ah, ye watching Vince McMahon. And everyone's looking at him, and I thought, I'll give this guy some help. So I shouted, top of my voice, are you watching Vince McMahon? He joins in. Everyone in the section joins in. The entire building joins in. Later, I find out it was on the network. It was loud as anything. Vince McMahon himself, well, it probably weren't Vince, but Vince McMahon's Twitter account tweets about Yes, I was watching. Yes, it was amazing. So, yeah, we got our voices heard. Vince, you're, you're at, you've not done a good job recently. You need to watch some of this talent that we've got. That is what we were trying to say. Are you watching the great matches that Triple H is putting on in NXT and NXT UK? Well, for the takeover, at least. Are you watching? You need to sort this out for the main roster. Sort yourself out, mate, because Raw... It's not good enough. It's not good enough. You need to pick yourself up. AEW are going to be right up your ass, mate. So you need to sort it out. So, yeah. For me, are you watching Vince McMahon? This is what wrestling's about. It's not about it's not about three men dressing up as women, coming out as Bobby Lashley's sisters. This is wrestling. So, yeah. These two. Back to the match. The champ was great. So, Dunn and Coffee are having a great match for me. People might not like it. They said that Coffee, you can see what's coming next. But, didn't notice it myself. But, to be fair, Dunn does that much of a good job. That he can carry anyone, pretty much, to a great match. Obviously, Coffee did do alright. But, uh, no, he did well. He did well. I enjoyed it. Uh, Dunn hits a second bitter end on Coffee. Goes to put his hand over Coffee, but Coffee rolls away. Now, this is where the, the one problem with the match happens. But, it wasn't actually that bad as it didn't look that bad of a botch, but, so you get Dunn and Coffee both go to the top rope, right? and Coffee screams, this is my kingdom, this is my kingdom, in Google Translate, but yeah, but as he shouts that, he falls backwards off the top rope by mistake, brutal landing, watching it live, I thought, oh my god, he's dead if he's landed on his head, Pete Dunn does a good job to fall at the same time into the ring to sort of make it look like it was deliberate, 
But yeah, so Dunn rolls out of the ring. You could see Dunn live, I could see anyway. I don't know, can't remember what happened there. He grabs coffee and you can see him sort of call the next few spots. So um, I think it picks up on the network as well, actually. But so yeah, so Dunn rolls out. He shows his, he's a veteran, even at 25, whatever he is. <laughs> um, he calls the next few spots. Coffee hits his finish out on the ring, the lariat. Rolls him back in, hits another move, two count. I thought it might have been over at that point. But what I don't like is this in wrestling. It actually happened on a TNA show. Me and um, Sean were reviewing on the Impact Zone podcast. Quick plug for that. Follow them at TNA Impact underscore pod. I don't know, I'm gonna, actually, I'll save the breaking news for later. I'll save it for later. But yeah, check out Impact Zone podcast. But yeah, so yeah, is it happened in the Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy match we were reviewing on our show, on his show in the week is when the botch a spot, don't try and do it again, just carry on with the match, do you know what I mean, you don't need to go back and do the spot again, but Coffee insists on doing it, and I couldn't actually tell if they did this, but people have said they have, I've watched it a few times back, it's hard to tell, but it looks as if they botch whatever spot they were planning, and both of them fall out of the ring, but it was brutal, so it still fits in with the match, it makes the match feel, I, I didn't mind it, so after this, Dunn rolls him back in the ring, hits the third bitter end of this match, and Coffee kicks out of the third bitter end, maybe a bit too much, but I've Meltzer, I, I like Dave Meltzer, I listen to his shows, I've met him a couple of times, nice guy, he always says a match, he decides a match, rates a match based around, mate, partly crowd reaction, the crowd this is probably the loudest I've ever heard a crowd for a match live. They're going mental. I was going, I had goosebumps at this match. That's how good it was. I had goosebumps about this match. It was literally amazing. Like the crowd are going crazy. So it doesn't matter. As long as you get that live crowd, that is the main job. So as I say, Coffee kicks out of Dunn's finisher. But, and the Scottish people next to me, they're going ape shit. He's kicked out of his third finisher. That's it. Coffee's winning. No. Dunn gets him in a submission. He's about to snap the fingers of Coffee. And Joe Coffee taps out. Pete Dunn retains the championship. Great. I don't really think the belt should have gone to Joe Coffee. He's not over enough for me, at least. He's not ready for this title run. I don't think he's quite there. But Dunn. Dunn is the man that needs to lead this brand until he loses the title to what happens next. He's going to lose the title for me to the man who comes out and confronts him next, Walter. Walter, what a great ending. We've watched a great match. I'll never forget that match, if I'm honest. It was great. I know people disagree. I'm not going to be like some of these idiots on Twitter, like, you can't disagree with me. Oh, I'm right, you're wrong. No, I think a few other people, I, I was, a few people, a lot of people come saying they didn't like the match. That's fine. They're entitled to their opinions. I'm not going to say they're wrong. For me, I disagree. But if they didn't enjoy the match, that's fine. Wrestling, it's all opinion. If you didn't enjoy a match, I'm not going to think, oh, he's a dick because he didn't enjoy the match like I did. That's fine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everyone should get along. If you don't like a match, you don't like a match. It's your opinion. At the end of the day, nobody should be criticised for their opinion. So, all you idiots on Twitter, shut up. Just, shh. 
Right, so yeah, as I enjoyed this match, Walter's out next. He confronts Dunn. They're going to have a match at the next takeover, you'd assume. Dunn versus Walter. It's a dream match. Um, if anyone out there is listening to this podcast, doesn't watch indie wrestling, doesn't know who Walter is, go and check his match out, as I said earlier, with Tyler Bate in progress. He's had great matches with Matt Riddle. Check out some of his PWG stuff. Or just go onto YouTube, type in Walter versus Osprey. You'll find a great free match from Defiant. So yeah, go and watch those matches if you don't know who he is. Walter is great. He's your old school wrestler. He's not going to do your flippy stuff. Chop, chop, chop. Big move, big move. Blah, blah, blah. He's good. Walter is great. Probably the hottest talent on the independent scene. At the moment, New Japan should have got him. He'd have been great for New Japan. But he's in NXT UK. And as long as these two are in it, Walter and Don, I'll be watching. Maybe not the live TV, the weekly TV shows, as they're fucking awful. But I will certainly be watching the takeover. So, yeah. Done coffee. Great match. Love the match. Love the ending. Crowd are going insane. I've gone four and a half stars for this match. Don't regret it one bit. Four and a half stars. Great match. A match I won't forget. One of the best matches I've seen live. It's up there with the John Cena Shawn Michaels match I saw live at Raw, I think at Earl's Court about 12 years ago. Nigel McGuinness, Brian Danielson, I was there live for that match at Unified. Been to three WrestleManias now, so I'm trying to think what was on those shows that was good. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, that was a great match live from WrestleMania 31. 33, didn't really have any great matches. Shane AJ was good. Yeah, 34. Charlotte Oscar was obviously great. Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle against Triple H, Stephanie McMahon was great. Um, obviously I've seen numerous great matches at independent shows like your Fight Club Pros but yeah so that this match is up there four and a half stars so yeah I was leaving the show and I was so optimistic about wrestling about NXT UK it was a great show one of my favourite ever shows I've been to and as I said I've been to WrestleMania it was a great live experience the fans were fantastic which just made it even more disappointing they couldn't follow it up the next night with a great show but I'm going to try and forget. I'm guessing in a few years, hopefully, I pray that I don't remember the TV tapings the next night. And all I remember is this amazing show. So let's run through, quickly recap the matches. Mustache Mountain versus Zach Gibson, James Drake. Mustache Mountain lose this match to Drake and Gibson. Um, I've gone four. I've lost my cap there. So tag team title match, I've gone four and a quarter stars. Finn Balor, Jordan Devlin, great surprise, three and a quarter stars. Dave Mastiff versus Eddie Dennis, three and a half stars. Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley, three and a half stars. Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey, four and a half stars. So yeah, great show, really great show. Um, my lovely people at the wrestling newspaper Twitter, except the 20 or so of you that just love trolling, but if you're going to get that on Twitter, I'm sure you're alright people in real life, so all the banter I've given you during this show, I'm only messing with you, if you want to give me shit on Twitter, <laughs> trust me, I do not care, so if you're listening to this show and you want to give me shit on Twitter, I encourage you to do so, I love it, <laughs> right, so the wrestling newspaper Twitter views, we do the system of two ticks being the highest, minus tick being the lowest, and I've never had a show with nobody, not one person decided to be a troll and give this show minus ticks, so well done for that, so the poll results are 82% of you said two ticks, 
11% said one tick, 7% zero ticks. So 82% of you thought this was a great show, and I agree. Other poll was the match of the night from the show. Tag team title match won this, 38%. Dunn Coffee, 35%. Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, 23%. Mastiff, Dennis, 4%. So, yeah, the tag team title match won that award. I'd say great match. I'd say that I thought it would win it because the Dunn Coffee match was a very Marmite match with people not sure if they liked Well, people either loved it or hated it. But, yeah. So that's it. So that was it. That is the show. I had a great, I wouldn't say a great weekend because the Sunday show was fucking terrible. But I enjoyed the takeover show. It was great. I won't forget that in a hurry. I was gutted not to get an event t-shirt. They sold that out before I'd even got there. So if anyone's listening, they've got a spare NXT Blackpool takeover shirt. And they went smelling of BO. I'll buy it off you. Give me a message. Yeah, so that was it. Great show. I enjoyed the NXT TakeOver. It will, 10 years time, we'll look back and say that was great. That was great. Probably, I'm not sure if NXT UK might be around there, but in 10 years time, but we will look back with great. So, other things to tell us, there was no update, no news announced for the next NXT UK TakeOver, so they probably aren't doing one in New York for WrestleMania week. I thought they should have. I thought they would have to try and like sort of kick out some of the independent shows running on that Thursday Um, the next tapings are in Coventry um, late February so I think you're fucking crazy if you go to the TV tapings to be honest but hey maybe it was just a bad one because they was following up from a show so maybe it'll be good so yeah that's it NXT TakeOver UK Blackpool is in the books it was a great show so, yeah, so I, I hope you enjoyed me reviewing the show. It got off to a bad start, but we enjoyed the, the next part of the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube. Simply search Wrestling Newspaper and we will appear. iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We've got new shows coming, so I'm going to break some news. Impact Zone podcast. What this is, this is basically Sean's podcast. Sean is a great guy. He wanted to start a journey where he started with the first TNA pay-per-view, Victory Road, and worked his way through and reviewed, did a podcast about every single TNA show from there. I've agreed to get on that journey with him. And that show, the Impact Zone podcast, wasn't originally going to, but we've decided to. It's going to be on the wrestling newspaper network. Yep, the show is coming to our network. It'll be a show every two weeks, probably on a Thursday, Friday. We will be doing a show, hopefully this week, reviewing TNA Turning Point 2004. It's not going to be like these shows. These shows are that I do probably like 40, 45 minutes. We'll be going an hour and a half, two hours. Won't be as serious, maybe, as the wrestling newspaper shows, the elite podcast show, as we're just two lads having a laugh about a show from years ago, as I met Sean in New Orleans at Wrestlemania, we got on well, so we're just having a catch up and a laugh doing this show, so tune into that, I'm sure you'll enjoy that show, especially if you're a fan of TNA, even if you're not a fan of TNA, there was some awful stuff on those shows, some good stuff, but a lot of awful stuff for us to talk about. So yeah, follow Sean at TNA Impact underscore pod and be sure to give us a listen when the show is uploaded. We've got last week's show on his feed at the moment. 
as I say, we had a few audio difficulties, but we've got that sorted now. We're ready to move on to the Wrestling Newspaper Network. Give Sean a follow, TNA Impact underscore pod. As I say, I hope you're all enjoying Martin and his new podcast, Elite Talk, which is your number one podcast for all elite wrestling. Martin, he knows these guys inside out, the books, Kenny's big fans, Hangman Page. I think he likes Hangman Page. Martin, if you're listening, do you like Hangman Page? I'm sure you do, mate. <laughs> yeah, Elite Talk. Listen to this show. Great show. You might not want to listen with your kids, as he loves. He loves a bit of effing and jeffing. Not that I can speak after this show, but yeah. Check out Martin's Elite Talk. Yeah, so that's it. Two podcasts in the last week have debuted on the Wrestling Newspaper. Well, they will have done by the end of this week. On the Wrestling Newspaper Network, as I said, big things for 2019 for the Wrestling Newspaper Network. I hope you're all with us on this journey. Exciting times to come. We've got the Royal Rumble in two weeks. We've got... What else have we got? We've got WrestleMania in April. I'll be doing a WrestleMania diary season. I'm in New York for 10 days in April, so I'll be doing trying to do a show. I won't be like a proper show. I'm not taking my microphone, but I'll be recording maybe a quick 10, 15-minute show each day. If I can update you on my day, that'll be the WrestleMania diaries. That's it. I'll be back with another wrestling newspaper podcast maybe at the end of the week. I might not do one because we're debuting the Impact Zone podcast, but I'll be back in about a week with another wrestling newspaper podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned. Check out our Twitter at WrestleNewsPAPR. Just search Wrestling Newspaper Podcast on Twitter. We're growing by the day. There's new podcasts being released. I'm Daniel. And that's it until next time. NXT UK, you were beautiful for 50% of the show. You were terrible for the other 50%. But that's it. We're finished. Enjoy the show. Rate, review, subscribe, download. Enjoy. See you later.